Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Friday, everyone. All this week, we have been looking at our future, and we have seen that there are two parts to our future. There is the temporal part on this earth, but then we have a future in eternity, and eternity is so much more than just our time on this earth. And we have been showing the contrast between these two by likening our time on this earth to a dot compared to a line stretched between earth and the moon, which would represent eternity. And when you see it in that light, you realize how small, how infinitesimal our time on earth is. However, it's very, very important because what we do on this earth will determine our future. And we saw that there are two aspects to this. First, our belief. What we believe on this earth will determine where you spend eternity. Whether we have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ or not will determine whether we spend eternity in heaven or in hell. But we also saw that our behavior will determine part of our eternity as well. Not our destination of whether it's heaven or hell, But our behavior or our works will determine how we spend our time in eternity. It will determine the scope of our responsibility and our place in heaven. So to summarize this, our eternal destination is the consequence of what we believe on earth. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. But our eternal compensation is the consequence of how we behave on earth. It will determine the rewards that we have in heaven, and as I have said, will determine our status in eternity. Now yesterday we begin to look at the things that God promises in his word that he will reward. And the first thing that we saw is that he will reward us for prayer and fasting. Every time that you put aside part of your day to pray. Not only are you going to get the benefits of the answer to your prayer, but you are laying up for yourself an eternal reward in heaven and also for fasting. God promises in his word that he will reward us for fasting. The second thing that we saw that God rewards us for is submitting faithfully to those who are over us and to do our work as a faithful steward to those individuals. Colossians 3:22 to 24 speaking to bond servants, it tells them to obey their masters in all things in sincerity of heart and that whatever they do, they should do as unto the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. Now this is a tremendous principle. If you do your work as unto the Lord, God says, I will see that as being unto me, and I will reward you for it. That turns the most menial task, the most mundane task and assignments that we may have in this earth, 
in our work, in our natural life. But if we will do it as unto the Lord, he promises that he will see that and will reward us for it. Man, that is incredible that whatever we do, if we have a mindset that we are going to do it as unto the Lord, we do it to please him, we do it to benefit him. It might have been given to us by a spouse, by a work partner, or by our boss. But if we will do it as unto the Lord, he will give us a reward for it. Are you laying up eternal rewards in heaven, or are you just complaining about the things that you have to do? God help us. God open our eyes to see the potential that we have every day to do our work as unto the Lord so that God sees it, that we're doing it to him, and that we then are storing up rewards in heaven. Now let's go on to the third thing that the scripture says God will reward us for, and that is self-denial in his service. Listen to Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. When is this going to happen? This is going to happen when Jesus returns with his angels at his second coming. It says when he returns, he will reward each according to his works. Now again, understand the context of this. Our salvation is not by works. That is determined by grace and grace alone and by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But our works are still going to be judged and they are going to be rewarded. And whatever we do as unto the Lord, whatever we deny ourselves in order to advance the kingdom of God, there is a reward for that. If we lose our life, we're going to gain it. What does it mean by losing our life? It means if we lay down our life in some way on this earth to benefit someone else or to preach the gospel or to extend the kingdom of God in some way, if we lay down our life or lose our life for that, lose the alternative, lose that leisure time, lose that ambition that would just promote ourselves. if we would lose our life, then we will gain our life. When will we gain it? We will gain it when Jesus comes with his angels and rewards us. There is going to be life given to us in eternity. There is going to be a reward in eternity that is going to come to us that's going to enhance our life. We're going to gain our life. Where we lay down our life on this earth, we are going to gain it in heaven in eternity. God's going to give it back to us, multiplied over and over again as a reward. So whenever you deny yourself for the service of God, there is an eternal reward being laid up for us in heaven. 
Now, the fourth thing that God promises to reward is serving those in need in his name. Notice what Mark 9 and verse 41 says. For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name because you belong to Christ, assuredly, I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. There is a reward for giving a cup of water in his name. Whatever we do in serving someone else, even to the simple task of giving a cup of water, if we do it in the name of the Lord, it says we will not lose our reward. This seems to imply that you could lose your reward. When a potential opportunity comes along and we reject it, we push it away, we feel, oh, that's too much, that's too much of an imposition upon me, and we would not respond to the need that someone would have, we will lose our reward. The potential reward that would have come to us by doing that act of service for someone else, we lose it. It's gone from us. Now notice also what this says in this verse. This is not just doing a good deed, but it's doing a good deed in the name of the Lord. It's not just the good deed that's rewarded, but it's doing the good deed in the name of the Lord. Whenever we serve someone else, we need to do it in the name of Jesus. We can do a kind act for someone, but if somehow we don't convey that this is done in the name of the Lord, that our motivation is a result of an inward urge of Christ's Spirit within us. The full potential of that act will not materialize. God wants us to do things, give a cup of water in the name of the Lord. It's like a pair of pliers. It has two jaws, and as you squeeze the handle, the two jaws pinch together. And I feel that's how it is when we do a work in the name of the Lord. One jaw is the good work. The other jaw is the name of the Lord. If we just go to people and say, oh, be blessed, be encouraged, and not do anything practical, that's insufficient. But if we do something kind, but we never identify ourselves with Christ, we never let the person know that we are just an instrument of Christ's love to them, then that is insufficient as well. Where the reward comes is when both jaws come together. We're doing a good work. We're doing it in the name of the Lord. And when that happens, there is tremendous pressure that comes on the individual. And our reward is laid up for us in heaven. I think a good example of this is the monies that we would give to relief efforts around the world. At the church, we have been raising funds for the tsunami disaster that has affected many parts of Asia, and we have raised thousands of dollars that we are going to send to that area of the world to bring relief. Now, that is a good work to do, but I also believe it is important to give it in the name of the Lord. So the monies that we have raised, we are sending to churches and church agencies that are on the scene, that know the need, and can bring aid to the situation. But they are going to do it in the name of Jesus. They're going to be doing it in the love and care of Christ. I believe that that will bring great glory to God and will cause people to have an open heart to the Christian message. In many of these countries, the church has been persecuted. And here is an opportunity for us to change the mindsets 
of the people in that area. This is giving a cup of water in the name of the Lord. Well, our time is gone again for this week. We will continue this on Monday. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.